Hey friends, you're listening to OKY. I'm your host, Michael Grove. Today is January 26th, and we're here in the Bible reading plan, and we're about to read from the book of Luke as we continue reading one chapter at a time. And in the end, I'll give you a few thoughts before we end our time together. Here we go, reading Luke chapter 20. One day, as Jesus was teaching the people in the temple courts and proclaiming the good news, the chief priests and the teachers of the law, together with the elders, came up to him. Tell us by what authority you are doing these things, they said. Who gave you this authority? He replied, I will also ask you a question. Tell me, John's baptism, was it from heaven or of human origin? They discussed it among themselves and said, If we say, from heaven, he will ask, Why didn't you believe him? But if we say, of human origin, all the people will stone us, because they are persuaded that John was a prophet. So they answered, We don't know where it was from. Jesus said, Neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. He went on to tell the people this parable. A man planted a vineyard, rented it to some farmers, and went away for a long time. At harvest time, he sent a servant to the tenants so they would give him some of the fruit of the vineyard. But the tenants beat him and sent him away empty-handed. He sent another servant, but that one also they beat and treated him shamefully and sent him away empty-handed. He sent still a third, and they wounded him and threw him out. Then the owner of the vineyard said, What shall I do? I will send my son whom I love. Perhaps they will respect him. But when the tenants saw him, they talked the matter over. This is the heir, they said. Let's kill him, and the inheritance will be ours. So they threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. What then will the owner of the vineyard do to them? He will come and kill those tenants and give the vineyard to others. When the people heard this, they said, God forbid. Jesus looked directly at them and asked, Then what is the meaning of that which is written? The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. Everyone who falls on that stone will be broken to pieces. Anyone on whom it falls will be crushed. The teachers of the law and the chief priests looked for a way to arrest him immediately because they knew he had spoken this parable against them, but they were afraid of the people. Keeping a close watch on him, they sent spies who pretended to be sincere. They hoped to catch Jesus in something he said so that they might hand him over to the power and authority of the governor. So the spies questioned him. Teacher, We know that you speak and teach what is right, and that you do not show partiality, but teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. Is it right for us to pay taxes to Caesar or not? He saw through their duplicity and said to them, Show me a denarius, whose image and inscription are on it. Caesar's, they replied. He said to them, Then give back to Caesar what is Caesar's, and to God what is God's. They were unable to trap him in what he said there in public, and astonished by his answer, they became silent. Some of the Sadducees, who say there is no resurrection, came to Jesus with a question. Teacher, 
they said. Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies and leaves a wife but no children, the man must marry the widow and raise up offspring for his brother. Now there were seven brothers. The first one married a woman and died childless. The second and then the third married her. And in the same way, the seven died, leaving no children. Finally, the woman died too. Now then, at the resurrection, whose wife will she be, since the seven were married to her? Jesus replied, The people of this age marry and are given in marriage, but those who are considered worthy of taking part in the age to come and in the resurrection from the dead will neither marry nor be given in marriage. And they can no longer die, for they are like the angels. They are God's children, since they are children of the resurrection. But in the account of the burning bush, even Moses showed that the dead rise, for he calls the Lord the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living, for to him all are alive. Some of the teachers of the law responded, Well said, teacher, and no one dared to ask him any more questions. Then Jesus said to them, Why is it said that the Messiah is the son of David? David himself declares in the book of Psalms, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. David calls him Lord. How then can he be his son? While all the people were listening, Jesus said to his disciples, Beware of the teachers of the law. They like to walk around in flowing robes and love to be greeted with respect in the marketplaces and have the most important seats in the synagogues and the places of honor at banquets. They devour widows' houses and for a show make lengthy prayers. These men will be punished most severely. This concludes the reading of Luke Chapter 20. Let me give you a quick thought before we end our time together. Human wisdom. You ever realized how smart we think we really are? It's so funny when you hear people talk and they think they have all the answers. You ever met someone like that? They just seem to have an answer for everything. That's what these people that came to question Jesus were like. They just seem to have an answer for everything. So they thought they could actually trap the Son of God. Now, I'm just going to believe they had no idea what they were really trying to do. But Jesus' response each time is so good. Whether it be not telling them what authority he has, simply because they will not answer about John, or by telling them that look on a coin and whose image is on it. And if it's Caesar, give unto Caesar what is Caesar's. But give to the Lord what is the Lord's. Or even the question about marriage in heaven and how Jesus knew exactly what to say to shut the conversation down. In fact, by verse 40, it says that no one dared to ask him any more questions. This doesn't mean no people anywhere. This is talking about the spies that were sent there to try to trap Jesus. They didn't have any smarts that could outsmart the Son of God. Here's the funny thing. So many people think they can outsmart the Bible. I've heard people take verses and read them and say they mean something completely different than what they obviously mean. This is people trying to outsmart God. They're trying to outsmart His law and His word. 
Now, if his word is objective truth, meaning it comes from God and it doesn't come from human thought, then we will never be smarter than the word of God. Now, here's the fun thing about the Bible. It continually tells one large story, and that story tells us the heart of God in the character of God. And when we take the words of God and align them with the heart and character of God, we get a story that can't be tricked. So when people tell you lies or try to discredit the Bible, slow down, back up a little bit, and say, well, what is the heart of God? What is the character of God? And how do the words of God align with that? And once you have those things, you'll be able to understand truth. So Jesus simply let them ask their questions, backed up, kept true to his character, and then spoke truth. And every time people were stumped and had nothing else to say, because there is nothing that you can do to fight against truth when it comes from God. So let truth be truth. And the only way to know that is by seeking out the character, the heart, and the words of the Heavenly Father. That's all the time we have left for today. I love you and God bless.